Is your wealth strategy supporting your long-term goals? Welcome to your active wealth with BNY Mellon Wealth Management, where we offer insights that can help you move closer to your goals. We'll tackle timely topics through the lens of the five pillars that comprise our active wealth framework, invest, spend, manage, borrow, and protect, and provide guidance on navigating the unpredictable to help you build and sustain wealth. Hi, and welcome to your Active Wealth. I'm your host, Ben McGloin, Head of Advice, Planning and Fiduciary Services. Small changes in spending can significantly impact your overall wealth, as well as the ability to meet long-term goals. Today, I'll be speaking with Terry Sylvester Sharon, the National Family Wealth Advisor Team Leader here at BNY Mellon Wealth Management. And we'll be talking about ways to rein in spending when the macro environment or your personal circumstances call for it as well as how to view it in a more holistic manner within the greater context of your overall portfolio and your ability to create and sustain wealth. Terry, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. Thanks so much, Ben. It's a pleasure to be joining you here today. So Terry, we often hear and see how institutions such as defined benefit plans and non-profit endowments preserve and grow their assets by setting clear spending targets that's flexible enough to respond to changing circumstances. So could you perhaps share some of those spending efficiencies that perhaps individuals could potentially benefit from? Sure. You know, Ben, institutions are successful from a spending perspective because they take advantage and are very disciplined approach to determining their spend rate. So for example, back in the 70s, the Ford Foundation implemented a method of spending known as the moving average spending rule, in which a fixed spending rate is applied to a three-year average portfolio value. Today, we believe our clients can benefit from the same disciplined approach by instituting a disciplined but perhaps more dynamic spending plan one that addresses lifestyle needs, responds to market conditions, and sustains wealth over multiple generations. The annual spending rate of a dynamic spending strategy is adjusted as markets change, protecting portfolio principle during market downturns. So the essence is really just providing that disciplined approach to spending, which I think is important and things we can take from institutional investors. Terrific. So you talked about changes there in spending plans. So what impact does a small increase in annual spending have on total wealth? That's a great question. And Ben, let me just start by saying we typically use a pretty powerful proprietary forecasting tool that's internally referred to as advice path that can help our clients assess how spending decisions can affect their wealth over time. So for example, we recently worked with a client with assets of roughly $20 million. We found that over a 20-year period, using a 5.5% annual portfolio return and a 4% annual spend rate, we were able to show our clients that their portfolio would grow to just $21.1 million over a 20-year period. However, if they reduced their spending to an annual rate of 3%, that same portfolio would grow to $29.7 million over the same 20-year period. So an increase of 29% by simply cutting spending by 1%. This difference may or may not be significant depending on overall goals and objectives of the client. And I, I suspect you're talking about kind of spending, right, expenses and understanding Expenses are probably one of really key input, but maybe what are some of the common challenges around understanding expenses and really, you know, sticking to that appropriate spending plan? Well, I think the challenge for most investors when it comes to spending isn't really accounting for the big ticket items like taxes. 
it's the sometimes smaller items like travel, entertainment, and gifts to family members and charitable entities that can really add up. Some of our clients find it helpful to review their previous year spending in January or February to assess what their spending needs will be in the coming year. This is a great opportunity to reconcile their rough mental accounting to actual expenditures through the year. I think much like the importance of updating a balance sheet or net worth statement annually, clients find it helpful to understand their annual spending habits and make adjustments up or down based on their needs and overall goals. And, and I assume there's personal factors, right, aside from just portfolio value that, that factor into determining appropriate spending levels. Can you maybe share some of those? Well, certainly age is one factor, you know, needs and portfolio performance all impact a family's ability to spend in the future. However, you know, for some families, it's helpful to think about spending in buckets. So think about, you know, one bucket might be the money they need for the next five years. One might be the money they need to spend in their lifetime. And maybe the third is money that they hope to pass down to their future generations. The funds that are meant to sustain investors in their lifetime, you know, spending may need to be adjusted based on significant market outperformance or underperformance. You know, age does play a role just in the sense that older investors tend to spend less, but, you know, less on things like travel and entertainment. But sometimes that spending is being replaced by health care. So age in and of itself isn't that important in terms of developing the appropriate spend rate. And so when you've determined those those factors and start to put together a smart spending plan, what, what are kind of the key and the core components of, of a smart spending plan? Can you maybe talk through some of those elements? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, I think one of them, obviously, was we, we take a page out of institutions playbook, but I think a smart, any smart spending plan is informed by realistic needs, you know, conservative expectations for what market performance and volatility might be in the future, consideration of immediate and long-term goals and objectives, and the flexibility to adjust as any of those factors change. A client recently asked, you know, what the probability of maintaining their portfolio principle over the next 20 years would be if they're spending 2% a year. And again, based upon our capital market assumptions, the client has roughly an 84% chance of maintaining principle over a 20-year period, which is pretty good. But increasing that spend rate by 1% to 3%, the probability of maintaining that same principle drops to 75%. And interestingly enough, to 61% is spending is increased to 4% annually over the next 20 years. So better than a 50% probability based on some pretty conservative assumptions about market returns going forward. So you talked about probabilities. Is there a minimum probability that that's needed to, to manage and you know sustain wealth efficiently? Well, I think if the goal is to maintain wealth as opposed to spend over their lifetime, I mean, I think somewhere in that 70 to 80% probability range will generally leave clients with the comfort that They'll have enough to support themselves in their lifetime and then leave a little to their children at the end. And any advice uh, around, you mentioned kind of beginning of the year, looking at expenses or reviewing for the prior year, but how often should one really be checking in with their wealth manager to reevaluate potential changes, right, to their personal circumstances and I guess ultimately address and tweak uh, their spending plan? 
Yeah, again, I'm, I'm going to say like institutions, you know, a regular review of a spending plan is really appropriate. And we recommend at least an annual review of 12-month expenditures. I think it's also a good idea to do a stress test of the impact of portfolio performance based on spending level and, you know, again, some expectations for market returns going forward every few years. If there are any major changes in spending needs or market expectations, it might also be a good time to revisit spending plans. And so obviously, as we kind of think about just the current backdrop, kind of what's going on, more heightened market volatility, heightened inflation, just curious in, in terms of kind of some broad tips you know, for our listeners in terms of how to really manage spending during these periods of more heightened market volatility and, and inflation. Should spending during ideal market economic conditions differ much? During these periods, yeah, that's a, it's a great question, um, and it's one we're we're fielding from our clients all the time. I think, generally speaking, we find that reducing spending after a year in which a portfolio has declined by more than three percent, and increasing spending in other years can add up to forty basis points or 040 percent in additional wealth annualized over a twenty-year period. You know, while we currently are experiencing heightened inflation, we don't believe inflation will stay at these levels over time. But, you know, this higher inflation level and our expectations going forward, along with lower market return assumptions, you know, these are all taken into consideration when we talk to our clients in a very disciplined way about their spending and the impact that spending will have on their portfolio over a longer term period. So, so you mentioned the word discipline there, and I'm just curious, is there advice you could provide to individuals in terms of how to potentially reign or maybe manage a lavish lifestyle that maybe not be appropriate, right? You know, based on their overall balance sheet or, or perhaps what's going on from a a macro perspective? Is it, you know, is it too late to reform overspenders and really begin adhering to a smart spending plan? Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, first, I think it's never too late to plan, right? You know, I think the advantage of utilizing analytical tools to help frame a spending discussion is that you can demonstrate how different spending levels will impact portfolios over different timeframes and the impact of taxes and all those kinds of things. But I think the benefit to clients is the information they need to make those informed decisions about their spending and the impact those decisions will have in meeting their financial goals. But, you know, ultimately it's their money and they can spend what they like. Our role is to make them informed spenders. And as you as you inform them or help help inform them, you know, what type of you know questions and what type of you know items are you specifically you know, looking to to address their Terry in terms of their spending. Yeah. Well, I think one of the ways that we help clients, one of the biggest ways, and and we've talked about this before, is just trying to find any opportunity to lower their tax burden, right? So through capital gains, understanding capital gains, where those gains are coming from, trying to offset gains with losses where we can, trying to reduce you know, expenditures and and solutions in their portfolio. And there's a number of ways that we assist our clients from a tax perspective, also estate planning and finding strategic ways to maybe better transfer wealth to next generation. So lowering the overall tax burden, I think is one of the ways that we try to help our clients control at least one of the biggest spending items on their annual spend, which is taxes. You know, outside of that, again, you know, trying to help a client understand where they're spending 
and how they're spending goes a long way in terms of those discussions about where tax, where savings can come from. So the bottom line really is that uh, taking the initiative to understand your spending habits, right, and, and creating an appropriate spending plan with an advisor really can help you, you know, sustain your wealth like an institution. Well, thanks, Terry. Really appreciate you joining us today. It was my pleasure. It's good to be with you. Well, clearly, as you've articulated, there are many factors that could influence a carefully constructed plan. So it really is important to check in you know, with your advisor periodically to ensure that any predetermined spending parameters still suit your needs and are keeping you on track for your success. Thanks for joining, and we'll see you on our next episode of Your Active Wealth. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Active Wealth. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher, and visit bnymellonwealth.com to view the latest insights on the subjects that matter most to you. BNY Mellon is the corporate brand of the Bank of New York Mellon Corporation and may be used to reference the corporation as a whole and or its various subsidiaries generally. This material does not constitute a recommendation by BNY Mellon of any kind and is provided for illustrative educational purposes only. The information herein is not intended to provide tax, legal, investment, accounting, financial, or other professional advice on any matter and should not be used or relied upon as such. Effort has been made to ensure that the material presented herein is accurate at the time of publication. However, this material is not intended to be a full and exhaustive explanation of all of the investment or financial options available. The information discussed herein may not be applicable to or appropriate for every investor and should be used only after consultation with professionals who have reviewed your specific situation. This material and the statements contained herein are not an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any products, including financial products, or services or to participate in any particular strategy mentioned and should not be construed as such. Any investment strategies referenced in this material come with investment risks, including loss of value and or loss of anticipated income. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views expressed within this material are those of the contributors and not necessarily those of BNY Mellon. BNY Mellon has not independently verified the information contained in this material and makes no representation as to the accuracy, completeness, timeliness, merchantability, or fitness for a specific purpose of the information provided in this material. BNY Mellon assumes no direct or consequential liability for any errors in or reliance upon this material. BNY Mellon will not be responsible for updating any information contained within this material and opinions and information contained herein are subject to change without notice. This material may not be reproduced or disseminated in any form without the prior written permission of BNY Mellon. Trademarks, logos, and other intellectual property marks belong to their respective owners. Copyright 2022, The Bank of New York Mellon Corporation, All Rights Reserved.